Well, here we are, everybody, for a bonus show. We uh, didn't even announce that we were going to do this. We decided to at the last minute. And I always like doing these uh, call-in shows, although my Twitter spaces isn't working. I've got to tell you. you know, I can see you 50 know what it people is? there. It's, it's the Wi-Fi. I have all kinds of... Here Don't turn it off, now. whatever you do. I, I'm having all It'll kinds disconnect of... disconnect and then we'll have to do I had it to again. start again, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, I have all kinds of trouble with the Wi-Fi here. Oh, couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. It's unable. My phone's not hooking into I'll, the Wi-Fi. I'll make the new event, Good times. No, 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 it's not that, Caleb. Oh, I see you have to start all over. Yeah, again. I'll make oh, a new one. This and, is and awesome. We're learning about Twitter spaces as I'm in real time here. Okay, so <laughs> so here's the deal. A uh, little bit to talk about on BA5 and some thoughts about that. A little bit to talk about, uh, um, let's see, as it pertains to the, the PSAs about nuclear attacks here in New York City. We, I brought that up with Susan yesterday. I'm like, did you see that thing? I mean, what is that all about? Very weird. Little monkeypox talk, little uh, store closure, and uh, we'll get into all of it in your calls. Let's get to it. Our laws, as it pertains to substances, are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous. I'm a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell you think I learned that? I'm just saying, you go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it, I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, let me get right to it here. I hope I'm, you have a lot to say because we don't have any callers. We can't get the twenty. I, I, <laughs> I always have a lot to say, I'm afraid, everybody. <laughs> um, thank you, Maria G., about Megan Kelly. But I something caught my eye here. Let me kind of Caleb, find it again. Send, send Drew the new one. Yeah, send the me the new link. I'm making it right uh, now. Let's see. On, Give his, me, on his phone, not his No, it's email. whatever. Uh, somebody was asking here, should I panic again about monkeypox? Where did I see him? I'm sorry. On the restream, I'm looking for I saw you there for a second. Put it up again on the stream. I'll, I'll, I'll call your name out. Hey, Andrew Ashkazvili here today. So here's what I was thinking about. Um, I was looking at all the other... The, the press is so... Haven't we gotten used to how, how false the press is, how fake the press is, how much they go for the extreme and the panic? Just think about this. There are 60 cases of monkeypox in San Francisco. There are 9,500 cases of monkeypox in the world. That's nothing. There are... 4 billion people or whatever the amount is in the world. Now, infectious disease specialists and the CDC and the World Health Organization should, should be concerned about it. They should be making very diligent efforts to roll out the vaccines and get the at-risk populations educated up and give them the proper therapies and vaccines. It's men who have sex with men predominantly, okay? That's it. But to make a panic about that when I literally, I made a list of some of the other medication, excuse me, some of the other infectious diseases that are out there that are vastly more dangerous. I actually wonder if they're racist at heart because these are many of your African and Caribbean illnesses. Tularemia, brucellosis, tuberculosis, chikungunya, Rift Valley fever, Lassa fever, polydrug resistant acinetobacter, Crimea Congo hemorrhagic fever. These are much more common and much more serious. <laughs> much more common and much more serious. And no vaccine or a very minimal vaccine for most of them. Why are you can't do this? You can't talk about monkeypox without contextualizing it so the public can understand there's a lot worse shit out there. A lot. But we should have a vaccine oh. for for you know, non-hetero people having sex and wanting to avoid the disease. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. You're not going to... But to make it a panic is not good. I'm not sure what you're saying, but... I mean, we, you're I mean not if it was AIDS, you would want to have a cure for it or a, or AIDS, a we, AIDS, we were expecting it to break out of these the, the same-sex community. But making and everybody freak out about it is just not right. Right. That's right. Okay, it did you get your Twitter spaces I'm up, going? I'm up and running. Whoop, Twitter spaces. Okay, everybody, taking your calls. So, <laughs> so uh, let me look at your guys' comments about that. And now BA5, here's the thing about BA5. 
BA4, BA5. Um, yeah, Margaret, the press may be hopeless after all. Uh, making people freak, freak out is good ratings, Toms, but it's, it's reprehensible and unethical. And it's about time we saw through it. Don't get nervous. When they, I, I, for years, have been just mortified by the way medical stories are reported by the press. I remember I was standing in a patient room, and the every morning show was talking to some Australian doctor who announced that ulcers and gastritis were now cured by an antibiotic. It's all over. It's an antibiotic. It's an infectious disease. They were talking about H. pylori, which, of course, we knew about at the time. We'd known about for years. It not, doesn't cure anything. It helps some people. But there's many other aspects of the pathogenesis of those processes. And the press had no business even reporting on it, let, let alone <laughs> dedicating morning shows to it. So it's, so stop. And it's really down to the Gelman amnesia, right? So things you know about, like if they ever do an article on you, you'll see how distorted everything is to come out in the press. So you look at that and you go, oh, wow, they really don't know what they're talking about. Dr. Gelman was a physicist. And he looked at all the, whenever there's physics reporting, he said, geez, they don't know what they're talking about. But let's talk about international relations. They seem to have their shit together there. So that's Gelman amnesia. They don't. They distort everything. And they're going for eyes. They're going for views. They're going for traction. And the medical stuff, it just has to stop. They must, if they don't contextualize it, don't listen to them. How does monkeypox compare to tuberculosis in San Francisco? Guess what? They have a much worst problem with tuberculosis in San Francisco. And that is contagious to everyone. And by the way, you don't know when people are walking around with it and it's in the streets, it's everywhere. So what are we talking about, everybody? What are we, what are we getting? Why, are we even, why do you even know about it? That's what really kills me. Why do you even know about it? So, okay, I am successfully up on um, the Twitter spaces. And we have 94 people there, so Great. somebody must have a good question. Great. If you guys have questions, just raise your hand or your request to come and up. And then we see your restream questions, too, and your uh, Rumble rants. We're, we're definitely watching you over there as well. Oh, right, I have Drew? not, I have not seen the Rumble there? rants. Uh, hold on. I got to re-up that. We kind of ran in here in a hurry because I had to go to this and get a cat six cable for some reason i don't see anybody on the rumble rant so you well, guys are they welcome there, there yet, so. okay they will they'll start i'm watching uh tom cigar says and of course it boils down to politics just like everything else since 2020. you know it's I, tom it's it's more than just politics it is um there's something character our characters got screwed up and we've got to really get our our oars back in the water or Get our what, what do they call it? We get the uh, to get the rudder right. Yeah, get going with it. You know, get the sails up properly, and you know, you know, whatever. Uh, okay, I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> get on that, Tom. Sure, says you got to unmute politics. spaces. Oh, there's. Oh, that's the problem there. Okay, for spaces. Um, Hello, if, everyone. Hi there. Uh, yes, uh, if you guys are there, just raise your hand, and if you, uh, if you do, I'll bring you up. Uh, you're just requested to come up and chat, ask questions, anything you want to talk about. And um, you will be, by doing so, you are con you are uh, consenting to be streamed out in this open forum on Rumble, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever we stream out. So let me talk to, whoops, Jag first and see what Jag is up to. Uh, Jag, your, your mic is muted. That's the other thing up there you are. Hey there. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, hey Dr. Drew, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, so I was on with you about two days ago. Yeah. Um, and funny enough, I tested positive yesterday. Mm. And it was, I go, I was funny. I posted you on Facebook and I'm like, I think Dr. Drew jinxed me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it was literally like, do I get boosted? And you're like, no, you're probably better off getting the virus. Yeah, well, and you know, and you know, I, I, the, I personally, I think I told you, I had the exact same experience just as it was last September, December. And I was thinking, should I get boosted? It'd probably be better if I got it within a week. I had it. So I literally, and, and it was so funny because we got off the call and I started feeling a little weird. And then Monday night, um, I woke up in the middle of the night with the worst sweats. I mean, oh, I was yeah. drenched, drenched. Yeah. And I tested, believe it or not, I tested negative at first. And yeah. then, Typical. then it, a little later, a little later on is just the, the, the sweats. I guess the reason I was uh, filling you in again is because I'm kind of curious because I'm now on, I guess, what, day three. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel worse. I, my headache's no, gone. It's, it's been very, in most people, in particularly young, young people who are vaccinated, it's been, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't seen some nasty BA5. I have. 
But for the most part, it has been very mild, yeah. very mild. And I have not been using Paxlovid in the in most young people. people like me. I've been I've been using it. Uh, he for, saw me. It was nothing burger. I I've been you well not just you. I've I just today had two 80 year olds that came down with it. One was a runny nose. The other was fever and sick, and, and she got the Paxlovid. And so it it and I by the way in the meantime seen. 20 40 year olds are in that sort of middle age group and it was all very 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 mild all vaccinated to be fair and uh it's a very strange condition uh it's it's here's the other thing about the ba5 that i find interesting and uh you, you tell me if this fits with how you contracted it the r naught which is sort of the degree to which uh an, a virus spreads you know are you know one to one versus one to three and you know, how many people you're likely to infect at a certain distance and the r naught of alpha and delta was between three and five essentially for ba5 it's like and i've read a couple articles on this to make sure i had it correct somewhere between 16 and 18 that you are yeah. it, it's like measles and so if you walk through a room that somebody had been in with COVID, you're likely to contract it. So using a mask, I, I don't know how, I mean, by all means, if you're worried, put your damn N95 on, but you're going to, if you're, if you're going to try to protect yourself with N95, you cannot lower it to blow your nose or to drink some water or to take some food don't you mean to protect others if you have you it? don't protect it doesn't protect other people it doesn't yeah i can't oh. i take i've been telling you this I've been it makes preaching. you feel better about yourself though, it, it you make it. you feel better that's fine and it might do a little something something you know maybe a little bit but really it's the it's you if you want to protect yourself you like susan if you'd had an infectious disease and you were in a hospital bed and i walked in as the doctor I'd be wearing the mask, right. not you, right? Now I might put a mask on you to kind of so if you were coughing you, vigorously and that you kind put of thing. A mask on? You let's not get into it. Let's let's. let's <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna because because I don't care. I I've, you I didn't get it either. Yeah, I, I'm I've got really robust immunity. I right know now. you're and, in really good shape these yeah. days. I'm. It's usually me that's in better shape. It's yeah. weird. So, so and so so Susan, are, are do you have it right now too? She had it. I'm she over had it. it. She I had it. She had it. But I did it, it again. Yeah, she did it again. She wow. had it. a week ago. Yeah, and uh, she's all, you know, through it. And but really, it was a nothing. It was a nothing, nothing for her. I, that's what that's, I guess that was my my chiming in because, you know, watching a lot of the news and it's like, oh, it's, it gets highly, it, obviously, like we just said, with the, the 7, 16 to 18, uh, it, it's, it's, it's great. I, I mean, I literally... I'm a homebody. I work from home. I think I went to Walmart and then I went to a restaurant over the weekend and nothing closed really. And I'm like, I could have got, everybody's asking, where do you think you got it? I said, I don't know, 7-Eleven. Right. Like it's, I mean, I have no, were you wearing a mask? I'm like, no, of course not. Why, the, there's no way to protect us for it. Just, but I guess my point now is I'm, I'm on day three. I actually feel so much better in the last two days and everybody's like well just watch it it could always get worse and i'm like i don't see how but i, I you know you, like you said, i'll be humble because you yeah, just be humble know. be humble it's a nefarious illness it's a weird illness but but yeah it's it's been very mild for the most part and and the yeah. probability of you needing treatment is really low but now, if you don't have a fever let's remind her fever is one of the threshold symptoms i've been sort of using as whether or not to to, to treat with paxlovid but um, but if somebody had severe muscle aches and the severe headache and all and prostration, well, and uh, so let me let me just yeah. share really quick and then I'll yeah. I'll jump off. Okay. Somebody, come on. Yeah. The first symptom I had was a I mean a massive headache. That's I mean one common. that I've never had. That's common. Never had it before. It was my yeah. entire head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then shortly after the chills, like I couldn't believe, under yeah. the blanket. Yeah. yeah. And then it immediately turned into the body sweats. But I never developed a fever. Um, you probably did. You probably did right before you had the sweats, right? So the chills is your temperature going up. The sweats is your temperature going down. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then, yeah, I probably and, and then sweating it out. I, I actually took my temp, and it was still ninety eight point something. So. Yeah. So. Um, so I mean, for now, like I said, I'm just tracking it right now. After all of that has passed so far, it just feels like a little bit of sinus congestion. Um, and like I said, thank you. You jinxed me. I'm happy. <laughs> You're all done. Now the question is, will you be if you ever want to travel internationally, will that be adequate? That's the really shitty thing. You know what I mean? So now they're saying Well, I, 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 I literally am 
I'm I'm documenting my tests and, and right. my, my positivity. Or, but like send it right. to your doctor and then have them document it. Then if I you travel, you can show I, that you France had France is the only COVID. country I know of that will listen to that. Those things are going to change. If you said, I oh, so. I had COVID three months ago and I want to fly, well, I don't need a vaccine. Well, I'm glad you're getting to it. I don't plan on, I don't plan on uh, traveling internationally for some time simply Good. because, God forbid, you test positive, you're trapped. Yeah, so, yeah that's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that either. But thank yeah. you very much right, again. I'll, I'll keep listening. Okay. Be well. Pleasure. Thank you. You too. Uh, all right, I'm looking at you guys are requesting to come up here. Uh, give me a second to look at the restream and at the Rumble Rants. Oh, there you are. Uh, Ollie Loving is here. But I don't. I only see you, Ollie. I don't see anybody else. I don't know if anybody else is there. No chatters. Uh, and where is our Jay Hep friend? Shep. Jahan. Uh, uh, hi, Insane Crazy. There's a YMH fan in there. Two-thirds of those with long COVID complain about being unable to sleep. What's worse is that the problem is affected African-Americans three times more than other ethnicities. Um, sweet George, uh, there's a lot of uh, weird observational data flying around out there that doesn't really fit with what we're seeing clinically. What we're seeing clinically is... People get sick. If they get really sick, they have some persistent symptoms similar to what you would have from any other severe illness. I can tell you that when you're sort of still recovering from this thing, memory changes better or worse, kind of common, difficulty concentrating, some fatigue, difficulty doing things. It goes on for a week or so, maybe two weeks, maybe a month. And during that time, yes, sleep disruptions and all kinds of funny things. It is much like a concussion very similar to a concussion. And uh, I'm certain that data is clear, is accurate. But you'll also see data saying that there's end organ damage. We've been telling you there's end organ damage. Yes, when you get really sick, there is end organ damage. That's any illness, any illness. And there can even be brain shrinkage from most many, many severe illnesses. And in adult medicine, you recover from that. Your body heals. Much the way if you broke your arm, it would heal. You damage your liver, it heals. Liver is particularly resilient. Turns out the brain, most of the damage is in the glue or glial cells, which they recover. So it, it's, it's to get overly focused on these, again, these catastrophizing stories. You have to contextualize it. You must, you must, you must. Uh, I yes. just find it really weird. It's like now you get a common cold and if it's COVID, you have to stop your life. Like it's weird. You know, just because you test positive. Well, I mean, it, it's look, it's a problem. But there, there's a new variant out there, a BA 2.217 or something like that, that has like many new uh, uh, mutations in it. Yeah. Boy, see, that's a COVID brain right there. Maybe oh, I'm shut there. up. Um, <laughs> many many new mutations in it, and it appeared throughout, throughout the globe simultaneously. Very weird. And they don't know what that's all about. So they're worried about the virus's ability to create all these mutations. Yeah, uh, oh, people don't know that I'm saying the BA5 COVID variant. When I say BA5, I'm talking about COVID. BA4, BA5, BA2, the, these are all. And then I also talked about Alpha and Delta, which were the original variants. And then now we're talking about Omicron, BA5. So Omicron, BA5. Uh, and, uh, you know, by the way, I saw a video with, um, with Anthony Fauci talking today and he was the Anthony Fauci. I love, he was himself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, that's, that's Anthony Fauci. That, he has COVID brain he's, now. He's back. He's back. <laughs> uh, and you, he's, was very sensible. He was very even. He contextualized things. He was saying, we're not mandating, relax. We're here to recommend things. And like, oh my God, I was like, wow, listen, listen, we can listen to this man again. So good news, everybody. All right, let's get Anthony up here. Uh, he's been waiting a little bit to ask a question. Uh, Anthony, yep, unmute. How are you doing, sir? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I had a quick question regarding um, getting vaccinated um, mm -hmm. after already having one vaccine shot. Okay. So I got COVID back in... Um, March of 2021, mm -hmm. and I got my first Moderna vac vaccine uh, in June. Mm -hmm. um, I was wondering, I, I live with my 65-year-old grandfather. He's been vaccinated twice. Mm. Um, I did not get the second uh, shot, but I was wondering if I should get it now or what you think. Uh, that how, is how long ago was your first shot? Um, it was in June. You, do you have a physician you can talk to about it? Um, I have insurance through work. I would have to okay. get hooked up well, with I, I 
I, it's not ideal, but yeah, I probably would do that. Uh, the good news is that the proxy, well, it's hard. It's really, a, no one knows. Look at Vinay Prasad's Twitter field, feed, and he talks about this a lot. Should we just be giving young males one vaccine? He at very minimum is saying we should separate the vaccines by a month or two, which is what you've done, which is great, because having done so significantly lowers the risk of myocarditis. Now, the thing is, you're in a hybrid situation. You've had COVID. You've had one vaccine. How much more is a second one going to do for you? You know, and by the way, in these, the present mRNA vaccine is not really covering BA5 or Omicron. So it's, it's, it's really hard to make that call. That's why I would want you to sit down with a, your own doctor and make this decision. I was the, wondering about the efficacy of um, the vaccines that are out there now in the not, new they're, variant. They're not. They're not very effective. And But the CDC is still recommending it. So, you know, it's, it's a tough putt, right? And, it, and a 65-year-old is not at super high risk from, from COVID. And as I've said, Omicron that I've seen has been relatively, at least BA5 has been relatively mild. What, what if it were me, I'm not giving you this advice, but if it were me, what I might do is because I felt like I had hybrid immunity and I was in pretty good shape, I might wait till the new Omicron vaccine comes out in the late summer and fall and just take that. That's what I would probably do. Okay. I'll still talk with my physician. I appreciate yeah, it. You bet it. Okay. Um, also, uh, I loved you on Legion of Skanks and I listened <laughs> to, um, uh dr drew after dark all the time thank like, you thank you anthony but anthony I try to explain for for, try to explain to my wife what legion of skanks was and to the listeners I, I didn't um, it's it's a, a bunch of gentlemen who hang out and they have a good time and uh dr drew was a good boy <laughs> i i tried to fit in i tried to fit in with those guys it, it took some doing i gotta tell you and let, let's and let's be clear i those guys are sharp, they are fast, they are funny. I had to really concentrate to, to get in with them. And they were drunk as high as shit. I don't know how they did that. I kept yeah, telling Lewis, I, go, I don't know how you're able to do this. It's craziness. But You should, uh, you should really talk to Lewis about his, his dab usage. I don't know how he I functions. Did, I, I, that I, that's what I'm saying. I, so, I'm, so there is a plan afoot for us to go to Skankfest. So... Uh, <laughs> Come on, Susan. Sorry for my shaky voice. I, um, I, I, love, I love your podcast. I listen all the time. All right, my I friend. I have anxiety. Oh, goodbye. Oh. All right, Anthony, goodbye. <laughs> God bless Anthony. Uh, yeah, Anthony. But um, yeah, you don't want to go to Skankfest? I no, always, I do. I, I've I always threatened. We've gone to Ellis Mania several times. I've been threatening to go to the Juggalo gathering. And I thought, thought like Skankfest might be an intermediate move for me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you were invited to the Juggalos. I, I know, but that Power. actually sounds dangerous. That, that, that I'm a little worried about. They were really cute. The skank fest, I imagine. It's just I know. Caleb's laughing at It's just me. funny. Caleb, do you understand like, what all this stuff is? You're, you're you get invited uh, to these crazy things. You, yeah, you would have ahead. to bring a film crew with you to the Juggalos. Like, it would have to be something that's taken. Yeah, I, and a security yeah. force. <laughs> well, yes, but, exactly. But how about skank fest? Tell me more about that's that. That's what I'm for. How about the skank fest? Tell me more about I don't that. Even, I don't even, I'm not familiar with the skank fest, so... I was, I just thought that wow. it was funny that a couple of days ago, whenever you first mentioned it, that uh, Tom, the moderator on Twitch, had to add the word skanks to allow it when people were commenting it because it kept kicking people off from their moderation queue. <laughs> so he had to add the word skanks as an allowed term. So now all the commenters can say that on Twitch now. Um, so insane crazy, I am scrolling up and all I see is a bunch of uh, memes from your mom's house. I'm sorry, I'm not seeing anything else. Uh, oh, is there a damn dude, I hope you get it all figured out. Okay, so where is that? You know what, my, my, okay, I can scroll a little further. I think, my friend, you're going to have to re, I, I didn't see it. Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, let me, uh, and, and by the way, if I'm talking... Uh, to a, to someone on the on the Twitter uh, on Twitter, um, best that you don't. Here you go. Okay, though I had an accident at work involving a machine exploding, eighty percent burn. We've been struggling with depression and addiction, and he's just who is this? His dad. Yes. A lot of trouble with pain, and why me? Why didn't I just die? Would love to talk one day, but I have to gather myself and personally wouldn't like it broadcast necessarily. So insane, crazy. I mean, these are these are really. I mean, this is what medicine is about, right? Which is really serious illness and injury, 
and trying to diminish our first job is to make them better but the second is to diminish suffering and boy you know nothing hurts more than burns nothing is more disfiguring than burns nothing is more disabling than burns now what i will tell you is most people i don't know how far out he is from these burns but but most people go through a, a depressive phase that they come out of and they find a way to be thankful and happy again for living it's not easy and some people don't let's be fair but there are treatments out there and there are ways to you know obviously his pain management is number one i don't know how you can even talk about addiction in the setting of that many burn that big a burn situation because it, it just doesn't that's you, what it's made for yeah this is what it's for now i will tell you if he's starting to have behavioral dis disturbances from the opioids look into suboxone as a high dose suboxone as an alternative to the short-acting opiates and opioids he might be getting. So one thing to do is look into Suboxone. The next thing is to talk, find somebody that does work with people whose lives have been upended by profound, profound illness or profound injury. I mean, even people that have quadriplegia and things like that, they do often go through that why didn't I die, just die thing, and they come around. So just stay a little positive. I hope it hasn't been too many months or years since this all happened to him. Uh, but there are things to be done. There are things to be done. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, let me try to get to uh, Amanda here. Uh, Amanda, go ahead. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Amanda. Hey, what's happening? Uh, oh, uh, lots of different things. Um, first off, I want to say that, Jag, I hope you feel better. Mm -hmm. And everybody else that has COVID or any other illnesses. But... The one thing that my doctor gave my husband because he thought he had COVID at one time, but tested negatively, mm -hmm, he was mm -hmm. just sick. Mm -hmm. So she recommended like vitamin D, yep. 2000 units, Correct. aspirin, 81, vitamin mm -hmm. C, mm -hmm. 500 milligrams and zinc. That's the, that is the, that is the Zelenko protocol. Get the Z pack. Yeah, we have, yeah. Uh, we have, we're, we're, we were helping Dr. Zelenko push Put out his banner. little vitamin thing. We miss him. He, he died him. of a terrible illness. But he's still selling his vitamins. He, it's a, it's all in one pill, I think. Yeah, it's it? one yeah. pill. Do we have um, the banner? Yeah. And there's debate Caleb? about how much vitamin C and how much D and whether or not zinc really does anything and whether you should also be taking quercetin because you need some sort of inophore to get the zinc into the cells. But, but yes, yes. you're you right. Now, that, that is not technically a treatment. It was, it was originally called the, uh, not the Virginia plan, the, the math program, Math Plus. It was called the Math Plus. And uh, it, it really was more about trying to boost people's immune function as much as possible to fight off the illness as it came in. Uh, but it wouldn't hurt. wouldn't hurt. Uh, again, I don't know how long people well, should stay on zinc. That's a, that's a challenging question these days because it can affect copper metabolism. But go ahead. Okay, and I have another question too mm -hmm. because, of course, with school restarting, um, you know, my daughter's 16. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, with her immune system, uh, so far she hasn't gotten COVID, but my husband works in the restaurant industry. And so we're kind of thinking, you know, should she go ahead and still wear a mask this year? Or do you think we should go ahead and just let her get it because i know my family has gotten covid and they've these gotten are, over it very quickly again these are very interesting questions and, and i i i'm glad i don't have to make them for young people they're d difficult questions and i hope you'll make it with her pediatrician if she chooses to wear a mask it has to be a properly fitting n95 mask and she has to wear it all the time whenever she's indoors period if she's going to try well, to do that and the probability of her avoiding it if it's a, if it's around is Kind of low anyway. It depends how much of a trouble that is to her. Well, and plus being asthmatic, just like a lot of people. Yeah. So, yes, I'm yeah. going to talk to her doctor and, yeah. and see. But my other question is, I've been dealing with hyperacusis, mm -hmm. or at least that's the diagnosis I have for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then now they think we might have frontal lobe seizures. And you, you what might, do you, you might recommend? Have, you might have frontal lobe seizures? It's yes. Yes. So, so you let me, let me just so you must have seen a neurologist, yes, for this. Yes. And, yes. And how long has it been going on for? Um, seriously, since September of 2020. So I'm now on disability, and I, From I want to get this to stop because wow. I, I 
don't like being at home. I mean, I used to go out and do stuff. And so instead of now I've gained weight and mm. I hate it mm. and I can't do things like um, what, watch what, are, what are the things. symptoms? How, as how do you how does it affect your day and day out functioning? What is it? Where, where do you get um, the symptoms? What are they? I basically I'll, I'll say I feel weird. And then that's when a seizure starts. And it basically starts where the the head will hurt really yeah. bad yeah. in certain areas. And then my eyes will start going down and I have no control of that eye. And then once it shuts, all my body movements, I have no control. Okay. I can still hear, okay. but I have no control of any of my body. Yeah. And here lately, they've been getting worse and lasting 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then I'm really tired afterwards. And so, you know, my husband's done research, but then again, you're more on the medical side. So and ahead. I'd like to get your input. So what do you think? Um, I mean, I've had EEGs. I've, I'm requesting another EEG and an MRI, but I have to be put to sleep Why? for MRI because I can't do the machine because okay. sounds bother me. Okay. And, and are you, did you have spike waves in your EEG? Um, well, it was more when I was in the hospital, there was, I was plugged in and had a video. And so my first neurologist I had was basically an, an a-hole, but the next neurologist, he was more on the hyperacusis side. And he said, yes, we saw some damage or you might've either had a heart attack or a stroke in the past, but I don't remember having one. Okay, this, none of this is making so, sense, I got to tell you. Heart attack has nothing to do. You mean stroke, not heart attack? Yeah. Okay. They think that okay. I've had a stroke okay. or so something. Okay, so you had a stroke. Okay, so it's something yeah. damaged a little part of your brain, a head injury or a stroke. Yes. Uh, and right. and they saw it on spec scan? The MRI. MRI. On MRI. And so your EEGs, were, and did they do continuous EEGs? You did them like in a monitored unit where they do EEGs constantly? Yes, and like the, and, 72 hours. Right. And they did not see spike wave when you had the seizure activity, correct? They did not see the EEG change. Because correct. of they were more looking for epileptic. Right, got Minor non-epileptic uh, seizures. Got it, okay, got it. So, yes, uh, so what's the question about this? Well, basically, um, you know, my daily function is not normal. No, no. Like, I, I can't I get, work I hear you. Work. What's the question? You have to get down um, to a specific question. question. Is, All right. Um, but I'm trying to think of it. It's just that's the problem is my brain function is crazy. So, so, so um, are they so recommending? Do, think, do, I, do I think? Go ahead. Well, I mean, depending on the next MRI, do you think I should go ahead and consider having surgery? No. So that way I can get back into a normal life because I am taking about 10 meds a day. Yeah. What I don't want to say get too deep into this, but but what what surgery do they want to do? Probably go back in the behind the head. Mm -hmm. Put a stimulator. Um, put a stimulator in. Yes. Okay. Uh, I would. I would think you would be able to find something that would work for this medication wise. Uh, if if they recommend a stimulator to you. Fine. I, I not I don't have a lot of confidence that that would work either. But uh, you know you need to go to a, maybe a even a place. There there are people that specialize in non-epileptic seizures. They're complicated, and they're protean, mm -hmm. and they're frustrating mm -hmm. for everybody. And they tend, yes. then they tend not to respond to usual meds and things. So I'm not surprised you're on a bunch of things. So. Um, uh, that would be, I uh, would be. I mean, you're you're really are disabled by this. You want to get back to living. That would be my recommendation. Find find a center that really has specialization in non-epileptic seizures. Um, the medicines may be causing as much problem as your seizures right now because if you're on ten meds, that is not good. Um, and there are behavioral and all sorts of feedback ways of dealing with non-epileptic seizures. They're they're not. They, they were marginalized for many years. That's why you're dealing with neurologists that are sort of pushing you aside. Uh, but there are people that take them very seriously. I think UCLA has a big program for this. So I got to take a break. Thank you for your call. We're going to take a break and then come back with more calls after this. I think we have found the holy grail of skincare. Genucel has absolutely changed certainly my skincare regimen. 
I like that vitamin C serum, the under eye creams, skin nourishing primer. Susan loves the eyelash enhancers, uses it on her eyebrows as well. Genucel has everything to make us both feel and look amazing. Best part, the quality of the products. Using pure ingredients like antioxidants, copper peptides, and a proprietary calendula flower base, Genucel knows how to formulate products to perfection without irritation. For Susan, she hates that annoying dry area under nose during allergy season, like right here. She's tried everything, but no matter what, the skin is flaky and dry. Nothing seemed to help until she started using Genucel's Silky Smooth XV Moisturizer. It soaked right into the skin. She was hooked after one use and now loves all of their products as well. I am a snob when it comes to using products on my face. The dermatologist makes a ton of money from me. But when I was introduced to Genucel, I was so happy because... It's so affordable and it works great. I was introduced to the Ultra Retinol Cream, which I love at night. All the eye creams are amazing. People notice my skin all the time and I'm so excited because it's actually working. Right now, you can try Genucel's most popular collection of products and see what I'm talking about for yourself. Go to genucel.com and enter code DREW for 10% off. That is G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com and the code is D-R-E-W. And the GenuCell Immediate Effects uh, eye cream will show effects, results in just 12 hours. And So they have a package going on right oh. now. It's like $500 okay. worth of product oh. um, for $169. You save 66%. And it has you, all the things I use. Why don't the you, ultra why retinol, you, better go, you better do that because I know you're going to be dark buying spot lots of those connect, stuff. Corrector. They've got the uh, eye cream you just spoke of immediate effects too and then also they have the xv cream that i like around my nose for that but I, and uh, by the way and susan's now susan's in the in the ads which is which is nice and when she says and i'm so excited because that is how she <laughs> says she actually literally i could tell that's her I, my esthetician noticed it and you know what else um i'm just going to tell people if you get one of these packages you got to add on there they have hyaluronic and they also have the uh that um deep firming serum which i live for and i put it everywhere it just it firms up your you know your crepey skin on your legs if you have it it's really good hmm. excellent well, i know i love it i use it now i'm i'm i use it I, this is a good product and we're happy to be behind it so and i i love the affordability of that i mean well i like the fact that yeah maybe you want to take it i mean all that. those products at the esthetician or the dermatologist are 500 dollars when yes. you when you go in there so you can you can get Ugh. started, get your regimen started, and then maybe just add on a couple of things. That's on. crazy. No, it's good for your skin though. You no, no, so much I mean better. the fact that the dermatologists and stuff charge so much. Well, for it's all same stuff. It's got well, yeah, some of it is the same stuff. So, but I, I always buy a good skin cream, especially you know in the summer. You know, I go in the sun. I use sunscreen. Everybody should use sunscreen on top of all this stuff. But um, it's really good for your skin. So get get in there. So, Support our sponsors. Uh, Aaron Howell is, wants to blurt out some medical suggestions, which I'm happy to have you do. I'm happy to get in that kind of discussion. Um, I thought, and so you're saying that you wouldn't be uh, covered under uh, Good Samaritan laws, but I, I think a, you might be. And A, make, make it clear, this is educational you're talking about. Uh, child overweight, immune compromised, COVID can hit them harder. That's true. Uh yeah, they may not, Aaron, you know, the kid doesn't have asthma. She was saying how to, she was worried about wearing the mask because of the asthma. Uh, I mean, excuse me, doesn't have COVID. The, the, she has asthma, but not COVID. Okay. Let me look back over at the, oh, the Rumble Rant's going now. Okay. Suboxone is awful. Have you ever lived with someone on that? Um, that's for replacement therapy for opiate addiction. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about for pain management when somebody had lost control of their ability to mo to regulate their opioid and pain control. In that case, Suboxone actually can really help some people. Whether you're, if you're using it for just heroin addiction or something, then it's a much more complicated story. Uh, let's see, COVID is BS. Uh, variants popping up, yep. Uh, let me see, Fauci gives us AIDS from HIV, no, no, no. Uh, okay, you're ranting away there, guys, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and, uh, and over on uh, Restream, I want to look at what you guys are saying Wait, there. Wait, let's talk about that nuclear. 
Which new? Oh yeah. So go ahead. The nuclear. Uh, so there I was an. Seen it yet. So was it yesterday? I first brought it up to you. Yeah. I go yesterday. I go. Susan, have you seen that ad that the New York City's put out where they're they're telling you what to do in the event of? And it starts out with "Don't ask why. Don't wonder why this happened. Here's what we're going to tell you. You're going to do when a nuclear bomb goes off." So you and saw this like, on what? TV. Uh, I think I saw it on YouTube. Something like that. I saw it. I think I haven't been watching TV, so I think I saw it somewhere else. Um, but it was by the New York Safety Commission or something, and it essentially says, uh, "Here's what you do: you uh, you go inside immediately, you go towards the center of the building, and you stay inside. <laughs> and then, and here was the oh, here it is, here it is. This is it. And Caleb was playing it. This opening sequence is kind of crazy. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay. So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside Isn't that fast. Crazy? You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get wait, wait, keep playing it because there's a part in here. Keep Remove going. The last part is the part that's kind of striking to me. To keep radioactive keep dust or ash away from your body. Step three: Stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to okay. sign up for Notify so NYC. Follow for media, which. They've just spent the last two or three years eroding their their legitimacy and, and their ability to trust them. So listen to media in the face of a nuclear holocaust where there's no power. What are we going to do? How are you going to listen to media? You're yeah, isn't the you're your phones have have a, be dead too? Of course, you're going to have to have a, a, a winding radio. You know, radio where you where you, <laughs> and you get the power. And they did not suggest no, you anything a radio like that. radio with batteries. Like, they didn't just, say get a battery operated like, radio. Just listen to your phone like you always do. The five G will be up and running. No, it will not. Well, will There'll the be radio no power stations be up and running? They might have a generator. Uh, from they, AM radio broadcast over large periods okay, of distance. Okay, so this is so when this radios. is how radio yeah. can yeah. come back. Like yeah. it'll be the only thing out there, but nobody yeah. has radios. <laughs> right. So you have to get you have to get a crank radio that or battery radio. That's the other way. But yeah, you should have that in your kit, right? Yeah. In your so purse, Caleb, yeah, like, am, 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 am I making a valid point here that <laughs> a nobody yeah. trusts what the media is telling us, and then and by, by the way, we're not going to ask them why or what happened, and then finally we. <laughs> We have a phone with a 5G system or a Wi-Fi with no power. How is that supposed to work? I'm just you know, thinking and, of and like, no, like, no advice about that. I'm thinking of Susan's point about this is what would bring radio back. And I'm thinking of like a nuclear apocalypse <laughs> love line scenario where it's like, should I date this person? He has five arms and 12 eyes from the apocalypse. Is this, is this relationship going to work? <laughs> Nobody's uh, phones work anymore. We're right, have to exactly. Like, you you have to have a landline. Like, thank God I have one left in my Soul house. Soul Warrior vibe over at uh, the Rumble Rant is, is on to it. He goes, do what the media tells you. Really? How's that going to go over? Yeah, that's right. So it's it's uh, awful and, and funny and uh, wow. Kind of like I caught my attention yesterday and I... Uh, here it is. It is kind of funny. It's like you have to go back well, and to. Do they know days. something? Is there something we should know? Make sure is you have batteries. Too. How about we listen to media now? What do? You, why? What made you do that? Why did you create that thing all of a sudden? You want to hear What's the that? newscaster freaking out? Oh That's God. what I can't wait for. But I mean, I think. Well, like, Susan has a response. What are you going to do, Susan? I'm just running out into the sun. Right. <laughs> Drew will be saving Brady's lives, but unless he's got a big bag of oxy or whatever, then I, I know that sounds selfish, but. Huh. I don't know. I don't want to watch everybody die. So, so uh, Blake asked, what do I mean by a different story for those using uh, Suboxone for opioid treatment? It's just a totally different setting, right? When you're using it for pain control where opiates are out of control, it's a very different setting than treating addiction to try to reduce the risk of relapse and the consequence of relapse. Very different situation, very different goals, very different time horizons, very different dosing. So just a different thing altogether. It's like saying if you're using an ARB for hypertension or for heart failure, very different. Or if you're using, I mean, we use different medicines for, the, for different things and how we use it and what we do and how we think about it, it's very different. So that's that. Okay, let me try to get back to. The okay, Tom Cigar says we need a ham radio. 
Mm-mm, yeah, I mean, but then, it, but the ham radios, Tom's operate without power. I mean, you have no power. If they're looking you, at your battery operated radios will work. Unless I have, I have a bunch Unless of I have a bunch of actual individual solar panels. panels that I can plug radios and stuff into. So if I, there's an emergency, oh yeah, have they like do have solar kit. chargers for Look your at you. phone too. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I come from a family of conspiracy theorists, so I'm all prepared. We were very prepared for Y2K. I know. I, I, yeah, well, Excellent. send me instructions. I'll get a little kit in each one of my houses for, for Drew, because he's going to be out saving lives. All right, we'll try. Let me uh, look at some things here real quick. I might help him. Uh, <laughs> you Trying might. to get to the callers here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jose. <laughs> I'm not a nurse. There we are. That's for sure. We've we've tried those skills. I'm great with tech stuff, though. Yes, she is. Hardware, toilets, (laughs) tech, amazing. Biology. I can stop your toilet from leaking, but... You have the funniest way of even thinking about biology. I I I didn't study it. I wish I had. I I really probably would have liked it. Speaking of of tech, my computer's not charging, and it's going to run out Uh, shortly here. Uh, Okay, so, Jose, are you... uh, Good. Uh, you got to mute your, uh, unmute your mic, Jose, and you can ask your question. You're still muted. The, the microphone's on the lower left-hand corner there. Gas power generator. Yeah, if, if, but if you're a nuclear holocaust in New York City, you don't have a gas power generator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mida Zircon. I see your Nooks Fry electronic equipment. Okay, I'll, I'll take, we'll take that. It's a serious thing, though. Yes, no shit. They should, the government should send a, uh, insane, crazy, radio and a radio it, insane crazy, insane crazy, touche, touche. That's all I'll say, touche. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on to my OCD. Uh, solar and ham radios, oh, and lots of protection. Yeah, well, stay put, I guess. I love the way they dress the woman speaking in her, her doomsday outfit. Like, she's all black from her neck down to her toes. Who's like, this? The woman who was in the ad. She like who oh, did yeah, her? Yeah. She looked like she was going to a funeral for. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so Jose, you're still muted there, buddy. I'm not uh, seeing, hearing anything. There's a mic button on the lower left-hand corner of your screen. If you click that, you should be able to speak. So, um, oh, there you, you are. I got you. What's happening? Not a whole lot. Um, actually, just took a covid test about two hours ago and got back positive oh so. well welcome to the club it's very common it's, it's on now our our not of 17 man it's gonna go it's gonna go around so it's yeah it's my second go through um so actually i forgot i had even requested because i was gonna ask the question earlier ah. i had gotten my um initial moderna shot back in october mm-hmm. and was going to ask if um any of the boosters were like anywhere near caught up to all the variants that have happened. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're not. How old are you? Uh, 30. Okay. So you're young to be even thinking about this. The CDC now is recommending it. I, I don't really get, I, I think what they're leaning on is their data that shows the vaccine reduces seriousness of illness. Sort of, I think they're leaning on it as expecting it to be across the board. So it doesn't prevent infection, especially not against Omicron. But it does seem to reduce seriousness of illness. Now, there was some data. Didn't I put it up yesterday, Caleb? That Canadian data, do you still have that? I have it. There's some, data that sh- that, you know, there's some data that specifically refutes that and actually suggests the data goes the other way. I, I don't know. You know, data is data. You have to be very careful when you, when you look at data. Um, my sense is that the, the reason they're doing it is to reduce the seriousness of illness. But the, there it is. There's a data showing that you're more likely to get it, more likely to die, whatever. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's hard data. There it is. Uh, I don't know. It's hard what to make of that data, frankly. But we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, in the meantime, no, it's not going to really do much for Omicron. But there's one coming out in this later summer in a couple of months that will. So you might just wait for that. Yeah, that's what it sounded like from when you were talking to that uh, previous caller. Yep, yep. But uh, you know, now you've had Omicron, so you'll have hybrid immunity, and is something going to come after Omicron? It's these are all really tough questions. But I, I, for if you, if I were you, I would probably be waiting on it, and certainly not taking anything immediately after just having had uh, Omicron. And again, it's more likely the BA five, which is what everyone seems to have. I just got a I'm, during here. One of the reasons I was a little preoccupied. Um, I'm not able to get 
one of my patients couldn't get Paxlovid. Oh, no. uh, yeah, they won't. Her insurance won't cover it. I thought they were available oh, for God. free. Let me make that note. Was available for free through the government. Let's see. I'm gonna get that email out. Available the government. No. All right, let's see. But that that's, you know, here's somebody who's really sick, needs packs a bit. I'm having trouble getting it. That's insane, of course. Well, hmm. so uh, Jeremy Murphy's mom got it. She's 74. He's going to, I was going to see him this week, and he's going to uh, Florida. Get the, the Paxlovid. I tried to tell him that. Yeah. If, if she's sick. She's like, I, I, have like, one, I have another patient that's, that's 85 and not sick. He has yeah. already knows. Yeah. So yeah. It, it depends. I mean, that the Paxlovid makes your, your mouth taste like metal. Paulina I, got I am, pretty sick when she I had am, it. And she, I mean, she had a sore throat for like five days, so she went on the Paxlovid. Day Thank you. Five, uh, Alana, you're making a great point. She didn't test positive. Uh, Alana just made the point that actually pharmacists themselves can prescribe it. Well, yeah, it's true. They you know, can. You can so also one, get free um, COVID tests at the, when I went to Walgreens here in New York, mm. they said, do you want, your, do, you, do you want free tests with your insurance? And I went, sure. And he goes, well, you get four each and four for your your spouse. So mm -hmm. she gave me eight free tests. Amazing. Which are just sitting there. But, right. you know, in no. case somebody gets it, you can test every five minutes if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the other, by the way, that was the other thing that Fauci was saying that was so sensible in his little, he was, it was an MSNBC interview I saw. And um, he was saying testing is widely available now, which at the time, the thought bubble over my head when he said that was, you were so right, sir. Why the f didn't we get here quicker? What it was it, you're right. It's very important that we have this access. Why didn't we get here quicker? Now it's less important than it was back at the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay, but here we are. Uh, let me try to get another call in here if I can. Now we're gonna get monkey. Uh, and Caleb, I actually have to wrap up at, in about five minutes, so a little bit early. Uh, let me again look at what you guys are saying on the streams and the rants and everything. So hold on. Wait, so can you say? Uh, so I, what's the difference between the COVID tests that go in the nose and the ones that go in your throat? Because when I, I'm, I'm hundred percent convinced that I had COVID a second time a couple of weeks ago, it was all the exact same symptoms, but it came back negative yeah. on the nose test. I did not do a throat test though, but I've heard that there could be different results from it. I, my wife and I both came back negative and I, it was literally those same symptoms. Yeah. Um, there can be a lot of false negatives. Uh, some people are swabbing their throats and they think they're getting better results, but let's be clear, the tests weren't designed for that. So, That's what Paulina did. So it's, you don't really know what she you're doing. She took one in her nose and then she said, my friend did a throat. So she took the second one and I go, oh, that's the way she goes, oh, yeah. this one's positive. But she had a really sore throat. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to make of the throat. I think the virus like attacks certain areas on different people. Correct. Um, so on the Rumble Rant there, as usual in the Rumble Rants, a lot of kind of, uh, I don't want to be pejorative, but some of the theories you guys suggest are way, way out, way out. Uh, he, here's the thing. To, to understand a scientific theory, you have to read widely the available literature that substantiates the theory. Not a study, not a philosophy, not a person's point of view, you have to get the primary documents. Somebody had a hypothesis. Then you test the null hypothesis. And then you do the statistical analysis. And there's, then there's various versions of the similar kinds of um, testing done and research done. And then you start to accumulate a consensus of what you're looking at. And that hypothesis, which was just a thought, starts to look more like a theory. And when you can really predict the future with that theory, you are on to something. And in medicine particularly, you can not only predict the, the future, but then you can, you can predict the response to treatment. Treatment is a predictable phenomenon. Or, not, I'm not saying that in any given case you can predict the future of the outcome, but given a series of cases, you can predict the profile of treatment response that will statistically develop. So predicting the future, so things like Koch's postulate, 
if I give Susan a open her wound, a wound and throw staff in there, I will get a particular reaction. Then I can take that staff, put it on a petri dish, put test it for antibiotic sensitivity, and then give that same antibiotic to the patient, and it gets better. That is how that is that is how this works. So it's you know there's other there, there gets more complicated with certain other pathogens, but we try to keep it as simple as possible. Simple as possible. Uh, okay, let me see what's going on here with the caller. Sorry, sorry for that little aside. Uh, oh, it's three. It's it's uh, uh, you guys. It is. I actually have to break here at at exactly top of the hour, and uh, sorry for those little rants I went on that uh, took so me away from the call. So be quick with your question. No, no, no. I, I actually literally don't have time to do that. Okay, never um, mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me just look at you guys uh, on the restream and on the rant and the rumble and see if there's we'll any. We'll be back tomorrow to. though. Uh, yes, we'll be back tomorrow. We have a guest tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, uh, but at, a, at the normal time, which is uh, three o'clock, three p.m. Pacific, Pacific, six p.m. Guest Eastern. is uh, Brian Dunkelman. There he is. Up, uh, the there. guy who left American Idol. Well, he. I don't know if he I left. What he's doing I, now. I'm sure he's sick of telling the story. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, we were talking about this the other day. All the people who passed on, like I remember, was it Stryker? Or Stryker passed on it on American Idol too because it was too pop. He worked he, at. He K-Rock. thought it was lame. He thought, he it, was thought lame. it was lame. Yeah. But this guy, I thought was <laughs> I, this guy was into it. He was just sort of dismissed. I think yeah, I think Ryan yeah. just overshadowed. Uh, so, so there we are. Uh, well, I, I don't know what happened. Thank, Ryan's an amazing host he, he yeah he is but he was just a disc jockey at that point and i had a conversation with him the first season and he says i can't believe i have this job i go he go i said you remind me of rick d's a lot he, yeah and he goes oh i hope i make a lot of money like him and i go oh boy i said listen that. i go just be professional show up early like don't okay don't mess with them feedback on potential covid gene alteration through either viral load or stem cell assisted vaccines uh, patient history with catching alpha and omicron on natural full bloom i'm not sure i meant getting your question Aaron, uh, viral load of uh, potential and gene alteration. Well, always with viral illness, right? There can be gene intercalation and there can be gene regulation issues. I mean, that's the ultimate ultimate goal of a virus is to get in our genome and go on forever, right? That's the goal of the virus. They find a way into us to get us to keep to coexist with us and then replicate with us in such a way. I mean, I think a lot of the progress of evolution is viruses getting inside of the genome and changing changing what happens, right? I mean, we, we do that with uh, with our technologies now. Uh, and so that's, you know, we use a bacterial technology more commonly with the CRISPR, but the viruses do the same thing. And uh, yeah, there's always that potential. I don't think the virus has been able to do that yet. And usually the vi- when the viruses get to the point where they can do that, they're benign because whatever they're producing coexists with us. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, thank you, Minor Zircon. Again, appreciate it. Uh, speak to Viva Frey. He escaped Canada. Okay, Viva Frey. Uh, let me just look at some yeah. of your other questions. I don't know who that is, but I'm going to have to. Uh, feel about the other COVID pill, not the Paxlovid. The Molnupiravir, Rebecca. Molnupiravir isn't as effective. Um, I think about giving it to people as a prophylactic agent if they've been exposed to somebody. That's mostly where it seems to have utility, though I have not prescribed it yet, but I think it is a good medication. Uh, the data on it looked pretty good internationally. Okay, and then quickly over to the uh, Rumble Rants, you guys. I don't want to leave you guys out. Thank you, um, Soul Warrior, for the Godspeed. Uh, sensible breakfast theory. Do viruses come from or do viruses come from within as a means of detox? Are any studies indicating viruses being detected with many? I don't know what you're getting at, you guys. I don't ask your questions. Don't get your questions sometimes. But um, viruses are uh, extraordinary little, uh, I guess we can call them an organism technically. And uh, I do believe they, a lot of them come from outer space. That's why people freak out about us going to Mars or, or when an asteroid lands. I think stuff gets into the biosphere here via the outer space. And why shouldn't it? It's been around for trillions of years and they're viruses ubiquitously and they survive through everything. They're going to be around and changing and trying to survive in environments, not just our own, it seems to me. But uh, who am I to say? All right. So thank you so much for being here, everybody. We appreciate it. I um, just bought the Z stack. What's the Z stack? The Zevzlinko Z stack. I did. Thank I'm you. going to use it all right, because good, you know it's what? Good. I want to take two pills a day and have all my vitamins covered. It, look, I take I take um, I take the equivalent. I, I don't take the zinc anymore. 
I don't think, but I take the D, the D and the C and some other yeah, minerals. Yeah, but it's all in, in one pill. I know, it's fine. Well, two. That's, you have to take two a day. So. All right, that's fine. That's not uh, We'll be on Gutfeld tonight. Thank you all yeah, for Yeah, yeah. Uh, so everybody tune, tune in to the, Gutfeld tonight. The topics are similar to some of the stuff we were the talking about here today. The number one late night show in television. Right. Funny, really funny and fun. Uh, I wish Chris is out there. Tyrus is going to be on. Tyrus is going to be on. And we're going to have dinner with them afterwards. And uh, wish Chris is out pressure cleaning her driveway. Susan, something uh, I know that's so doing. therapeutic. I, I need to do that. <laughs> Thank we you, don't Aaron. have any water in California, though. We're not allowed to. That's true. Uh, all right, I got to rush out here. Appreciate. It. We'll be at three o'clock tomorrow with uh, Brian Dunkelman, and hope to see you all then. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor, and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help.